0: Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson, Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. Well, welcome back, everybody. After a six week hiatus, I think that was the word you used, Lisa. Yes. We are back. And so, lucky you, for you, people. Yes. They have gotten a break from a year and a half of longanimity <laughs> in listening, long suffering to our podcast, Lisa. So, we gave them a six week break. But now we're back to more suffering. Yes. More longanimity. So what is your definition, Lisa, of longanimity? It's long suffering. Long suffering. And then it's patience, right? During that suffering or that trial. Yes. And then on top of that, I would even say Including forbearance. Forbearance, which means that you don't whine or complain, but you actually show restraint in not talking about whatever it is that you're going through. Yeah. And I have a a perfect example of this. Okay. And we could talk about Jesus on the cross, right? Okay. Because that's the ultimate example, his passion and death of, of what longanimity really means. Mm-hmm. Because he suffered patiently for all of us, although he did not deserve to. Right. Yet he did not reject it. Instead, he tolerated it for our salvation. He did it for out us. of love yeah. for us. Absolutely. So now, maybe on a, a, a lesser but still important level, is a lady that I used to take the Eucharist to. Mm-hmm. Her name was Cora. Mm-hmm. And she has uh, gone on to her eternal reward now. Mm-hmm. But she uh, could hardly ever get out of bed. And she suffered greatly. But every time I would go to see her so that she could receive Jesus, she never once complained about being in pain. In fact, She would prefer to talk about how she is praying for other people. She would talk about other people and what was going on in their lives. And so she did not focus on herself herself or the suffering. She focused on the love that she had for the people in her family. And so she spent her time lifting them up in prayer and actually talking about them. I think that's a perfect example of long-suffering in patience. yes i agree so lisa do you have any of your own long sufferings in your own life that you can maybe share as an example that you've been able to either bear patiently or maybe not bear so patiently which would not make it longanimity i like to complain and um yeah i don't bear it very patiently so yeah i'm anti-longanimity well i think it's really interesting because i think our tendency a lot of times is for us to feel sorry for ourselves, right? Oh, yeah. And to not see the beauty that can come from something. Yeah. And it's also, but, but it's interesting because some people, they bear their suffering patiently and they don't involve other people, but that's because they don't want to bother them or be an inconvenience. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily longanimity because I think part of, of, uh, of a suffering um, is to allow other people to give themselves away. in in helping us. So it's not in a way that we're not bearing it patiently um, or doing it out of love, but if if we're we're suffering on our own out of maybe like me when I had cancer, I didn't want to tell that many people because I didn't want to have to explain it to everybody. Right. But I don't think that that was necessarily fruitful looking back on it. And then I think we also have long sufferings um, that we hold within us of things that have happened to us. Mm without reason and we might process those for the rest of our life but we bear them patiently and hopefully they draw us closer to God so for example Mm -hmm. so my dad who was who has now passed away as well right I did not feel that our relationship was very good and I could never understand why he didn't want to spend time with me and so I took that on a little bit that that suffering but I complained about it, and I didn't like it, and it really upset me for decades. It wasn't until I realized that I had a Heavenly Father who loves me completely, and that uh, my earthly father is is, is just going to come up short, Mm -hmm. that I was able to deal with that suffering, because it still comes up. I still wish there was something in our relationship more than what we had, which I can never get now but instead of focusing on that, I, uh, that suffering, the Paschal Mystery, was kind of resurrected, right? Mm-hmm. And now I focus on the love that God the Father has for me, which is perfect. Right. Do you have an example like that that you can think of in your own life? Um, well, I just remember that I was listening to a Father Mike Schmitz, and his homily last week was kind of about the struggle And sometimes we focus too much on the struggle and not the end of it, but it's hard to see the end of it a lot of times. Well, we don't see the end of it, but I think part of it is part of this whole particular fruit is finding Jesus in the midst of the struggle, Mm -hmm. right? I've had people tell me, "Well, I just I'm just I'm just mad at God," Mm -hmm. but it's the same God that you're mad at. That is available to help you get through it. Yeah, and if you're mad at him, that still means you have a relationship with him, which is a positive sign, right? Him, right, because a lot of times we think that just because things are not going well or we're suffering that um, that we don't have a relationship with God, mm-hmm. which is just not true. So, what are what are some things you think we can do, Lisa, when when we are going through long suffering to allow this fruit to really um, continue to Bear itself out? Um, Pray for patience and, like the lady you've mentioned in the story, try to focus on other people rather than uh, what we're going through ourselves. And a lot of times, what we're going through can be a source for other people to use their gifts, like I said. Mm -hmm. And so, by allowing other people in in an appropriate way, they can then express the gifts that God has given them, and maybe even bring healing about in their life. I still love what um, A.J. Kelleher said with her husband when he was diagnosed with ALS, is that uh, you can either make this sort of a dark black hole, this suffering, or you can turn it into a hermitage. Mm -hmm. And see, that that happened a number of years ago, and, and Jeff has passed on, yet that remains that beautiful message that even in the midst of suffering, um, we can find joy, we can find purpose, we can help bring meaning to other people's lives, that is longanimity, mm-hmm. right? Because with that kind of perseverance and patience, people, in fact, I just sent an email out to someone, I, I won't mention their name, um, who was a leader on a retreat that we did. And, and what I what I said to this particular person was, is number one thank you for your leadership but number two I know that you are often in pain and you don't say anything and I said it's in that patient perseverance that you have that I see Jesus in you Nice. and so i just wrote that email last night mm-hmm. and so it's kind of uh, you can witness to people right and you're witnessing to bearing that suffering patiently can really produce fruit, not only in your life, but in the lives of people around you. Have you ever... inspire them. My, my Granny Reeves is one of those. And sometimes I think we have to look back, Lisa. We have to kind of look back and see where God was in certain situations uh, and with certain people. And like you said, even in our own lives, um, those things that we struggle with when we are suffering, that we just kind of want to complain about them. And I guess it's okay to complain to God about them. Oh yeah, I do it all the time. But do we want to run around and complain to everybody else about it, or become negative, right? And, and kind of that's not very fruitful. No. What about adoration? If someone is suffering, how about adoration? Oh, adoration is always good for everything. Yeah, or maybe getting in community, community, and um, being around other people who are going through some type of similar suffering to help support each other exactly Mm -hmm. all of those kind of things Mm -hmm. any other thoughts that you can think of right now on loganimity? no it's a very complex subject it is but i think uh you know as we said earlier jesus expresses on the cross Mm -hmm. what it truly means oh yeah that he endured his suffering um patiently and he did it all for love right and maybe sometimes Mm -hmm. when we're going through a, a trial or a difficulty especially for a lengthy period of time. Love is not necessarily the word that might jump to my mind or someone else's mind. Mm. It's more frustration. Why is God letting this happen? Why are these things happening? And it's really hard to see the fruit bear itself out. When our eyes are closed to how God can work in that situation. Right. And I think the ultimate in longanimity is recognizing that our time on earth is limited Mm -hmm. and our eternal hope is in Jesus. And so whatever suffering we might go through in this current life, that there will be no suffering in the life to come. Yeah. It's like the Scars in Heaven song. I like that song by the Casting Crows, as you like to say. Yes. Or the Casting Crowns. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Any other final thoughts? Nope. I'm Deacon Dave. Love for and Lisa. Have a good one. Bye.